Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of the Falthrow Podcast. On today's episode we have myself, Matt, Ed, Sam and Joe. And this will be a continuation from the previous Falthrow Podcast where we spoke about, uh, best spoke about music. So the previous one, feel free to click that one, hopefully somewhere around the screen, was about our favourite songs and upcoming artists and our all-time favourite songs. So we had a lengthy discussion about that. And the one you're just about to hear was the second half of that recorded uh, session. And we'll be talking about our favourite albums. Uh, yeah, top three favourite albums. And having just a bit of a general discussion between sort of indie and rap music. So I hope you guys enjoy. And uh, that's why it's like a little bit weird. I sort of jump cut into it. But hope that's all good. And um, yeah, enjoy guys. See you in a bit. That was a good shout. Um, so yeah, so where, do the, where does the convo want to go now? Albums? Or? Albums, I reckon. Albums. We've all favorite got favorites. Free albums. So this is harder. Why don't we go back to Joe? Because we just had yes. Um, yeah, some rap. You asked me this last night, and I had a thing. I was like, I can't just put three Arctic Monkey albums in there. I'm gonna have to mix it up a bit. I don't think these are the best ever albums, and yeah. some of them are not amazing. Some of them are to you though. They're like yeah, they're, as long as you explain like why they're out, if there's a reason why you like an album. Yeah, exactly. I think right. So what have I got? First one. Uh, Whatever people say I am, that's what I'm not. First Arctic Monkey album. Okay. Like, all five, all five, six, whatever. All of their albums, unbelievable. All really good. It's like, when you, when I'm ranking them, it's not, which one don't I like? It's just, which is the least best, if that makes sense. Yeah. That first album was just amazing. It's so good. Just, I don't think we'll get beaten as, I don't think, since it got brought out, I don't think there's been a better first album from, like, a band since really if anyone can I can't a better think. first album from a band yeah or artist from no from no, a band, band. Mm, we'll go okay. back come on, come on. so I'm sure you could no, argue first album no, from I agree with other it. stuff yeah um, that's probably a good shout considering you know Indie Inside Out like, I'll trust your opinion it is an unbelievable album mm. yeah um, what, what singles has it got on if I as in just uh, maybe give some dance floor Marty Bam Ritz to Rubble okay it's an when the sun album. goes down. Yeah. So if you've watched like in between all that sort of time period, you will recognise quite a few of them anyway. Yeah. yeah. I know fluorescent adolescence, not on that one, but yeah. it's in this. But it's just they just sing about like what they know. Yeah. Mm. That's and what they did. Oh, and they got offered loads of money to do just to sell out and they stuck with it. They're like, now nah, we're doing what we want. Smashed it. Just brilliant, and the story behind it as well was so good. Mm. And that's what raises your credibility as well. If you just sort of like stick, stick guns, on the fans, yeah. like and every monkey's album is different as well. Yeah, like every album is different. So they did this first one, kept, then came with um, favorite worst nightmare. Yeah, which is banger. As you argue, as good. Some people say it's better. Mm. Then they went to Humbug, which from to do them first two albums, which got them a Glastonbury headline spot, headline Reading, smashing it. Then to do Humbug is just such a big change, and like no one would do that. <laughs> Julius Hans, not like, what? Yeah. Like, it's just unbelievable, like the change they did, and they keep doing it. They went, then suck it and see, which mm. is like some poppy love, beautiful shit. AM, obviously. That's a and then song. to go from AM Tranquility. to Tranquility Bass. Oh, they're incredible. They're just, I don't know, yeah, I could put any of their albums in the top, my top three. Just went for that one because I feel like with that and AM, that's the two that everyone says, says they're the best. Mm. Okay. Secondly, old Cortina's Not 19 Forever first album I just think it's stunning album it's so good um, what can I say about it it's just so good it's, I just think it's it bangs like it's just beautiful <laughs> and it's annoying because their second one's decent and the third one's solid and then it goes a bit which is a shame yeah 
and Liam Frey love him beautiful man but like that first album was just pure just indie gold it's just in like it's just an indie album a perfect indie album well that's what you find with, up. with a lot of like indie I think you can make plenty of examples where like the first album's really good and then it tails off yeah. and that's where Art to Monkeys are different like mm. they've always tried to innovate and make make their sound different and it, that's what's always give yeah. them progression yeah I think that's the same with any artist I, I'm ruthless with it I think any genre of music if you just do albums that are the exact same again and again it's like you're just catfish, catfish. We'll, have the, we'll have a Drake conversation later on oh. it's like when you, when you when an artist brings out an absolutely incredible starting album yeah. and then just Stagnate. stays they get comfortable they get, they get complacent and you know they get comfortable with the amount of money I assume they're earning or whatever to just put out the same mid every time mid 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 but like the first Cortina album did not get received very well by like people within the industry it was like the fan like the few fans that they got from it like hmm. drove it through and kept them going I think someone said in an article it was like these aren't going to be around in 10 years and then when they did their like Royal Albert show 10 year anniversary of the album they're like suck your mum have that brilliant <laughs> it's, just, it's beautiful it's such a wonderful it's just so good and all the B-sides on it are amazing as well hmm. and lastly I'm going to go Balcony Catfish epic it's what's I don't know like that album sort of was one of the first albums I got it, got into through like the indie music and it's just I don't know something about it I can just listen to it back to back all the time non-stop and it's just a shame their new albums wank because mm -hmm. the their, sec their second album's decent it's, all, like, it's still a good album but then you want them to change after that yeah. don't you or then they're just pissed out on another 11 songs that minus maybe intermission so they just like phoned it in completely phoned it in yeah they just mm, and they spent it. three years on it I'm just saying they'll change it up now after nah, this one because they're getting good festival. they're getting good shows they're getting good they they're out, so good lives to be they fair. sell out tours straight away if it's all seeing all standing sorry they get good they headline transmit they get like good festival slots they get radio plays yeah tour America like they're sorted they're set so, so you could ask why would you change but then again like monkeys were selling out places you could have asked them why why would you change well, they, they pushed did. themselves that's, they? That's, that's the difference I think what Van says isn't it he says we're going to stay in our box why why would we need to check why do we need to what like we do this we've got fans from it it's what people mm. like it will get stale I'm going to put it like let's say that they're not making like you know amazing amazing but they know that if they put out this mid this what the fans know mm. they know they're going to make a certain amount of money well if they take for example if they take a more creative risk and it fails do you think for them then it's more about the money I, than yeah, the I think they pushing can, themselves they, musically I just think it's about keeping where they are and they, I think they can keep stay safe like yeah. they're going to get 16 year old fans coming through each year mm -hmm. they'll always like their stuff but what? That's, that's what they do they, they cater to sort of the 16 year old girls and stuff and write about songs like that so and they'll, they'll be <laughs> oh Matt <laughs> but then they'll, they'll keep that for like the rest of their time if they keep putting albums out like that but their first yeah. album right is fucking beautiful that is yeah. stunner it's the best it's, one isn't it yeah it's one of, I think it is one of my all time favourite albums yeah. and like it always will be yeah, it's quality. and it's a good album for like me and Grace as well it's quite meaningful for that mm. so it's decent it's nice. so quickly list off your three again context um, whatever people say uh, St. Jude did I call it not I might, yeah St. Jude what's called if I misnamed it and The Balcony nice ideal Samuel nice my go is it punch the mic yeah um, right number one for me I'm going to go and this is probably one of the best albums in my opinion of since the 2000s 
I'm gonna go Eminem, Marshall Mathers LP, the first one. Hmm. Oh, it's just so good. Like the music on it, you've got your bangers like Real Sim Shady. You've got um, like a bit more deeper songs like Stan. You've got Drug Ballad. That's one of my favorite songs probably ever as well that I almost put in for my thing. And the fact it's probably Eminem's, it, well, it's definitely, I would argue Eminem's best album Yeah, as a that. complete piece. And you'd, bearing in mind, he's arguably the biggest American rap star up there along with Kanye maybe ever. Yeah, he's probably like I'd say most probably bigger. Sales, I think, so yeah, most, most amount of sales from what he's come through, how his music was then, and then before he started changing later on. That for me, that's just one of the best albums. I can listen to it nonstop and not yeah. get bored of it. It's in like my a, opinion, it's like a timestamp. Like I can't, remember, I don't know the exact year that it came 2000, out. Two thousand, I think it was. But like millennial boy. Yeah, you knew what was like. Even going back, like obviously, I think when we've grown up, mm. it probably got to us when we were like. What, like, uh, yeah, well, I, mean, I, well, I probably didn't listen to it. You, then, I was like, you, you then go back to it, and it's like, yeah. oh my god! It reminds me of Modern Warfare Two for some reason, because I'd go around my mate's house, and that would just be on all the time. Like, yeah, Modern Warfare Two. And I mean, I, how many? Yeah. Al- he's released what? Probably like ten albums now. Yeah, mm. and like that for me is the standout one by a mile. Best yeah. rapper ever? No. Yeah. Oh, fuck so. Who is the best rapper ever? Jay Z. You said no. Jay Z. Jay Z. Depends what. I think Eminem's the most successful and changed the rap the most um, out of anyone. I greatest yeah. rapper ever, then maybe. And for no. greatest, yeah, I think I think be Eminem if you're going on everything, it's got to be Eminem. I'd happily argue against that. Who That's fair would enough. you say can't? It? No. Who would you say is wait, greatest? Greatest. What was the question? Greatest oh. rapper ever. Jay Z. This isn't what include, I'm not saying. Yeah. I'm not saying Eminem's the best lyrically, although he's very good. Oh, very, very, very good, very good. But I think if for what he's done, it's hard to look past Eminem. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's a shame that it sort of got to like 2010, and then in my quotation, in my quotation, he should have left it after 2013. And um, it's it's weird how I guess maybe we'll have to talk about this as well. That artists produce their best music when they're not when they're like intoxicated or they're on drugs. Yeah, because that's I think true. Eminem came off drugs and his music isn't isn't as good as it was. I thought mm-hmm. Marshall Mathers LP two was decent. I'd like all the I had a couple of good on. ones on it, but I thought. But since then, yeah, I mean, appa- I remember he didn't he do Reading and apparently he tanked it. Like apparently it was, it was I, not very good. Apparently it was awesome because it was Eminem, but yeah, apparently the actual I was, I was there good. that year, and um, I'm not a massive rap fan. I like I know Eminem because I've not been like living on yeah, the rock. Yeah, everyone knows who Eminem is. So like. But he, he was he was fine. I'd, it was quite exciting. Some guy climbed the sound. That was probably about as ex, as exciting as the show itself. Yeah. But for people that actually were fans, like Sam said, I don't think it was that great. I think it was great to see Eminem. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It's not like the Eminem. Was. For me, that could have like a sing along. It was cool. I watched it at the back. I wasn't that asked. Yeah, yeah. but like was, I could still be like, oh, I've seen him. But I think Diaz were like a bit shit. Yeah, it's weird because if you see someone at a festival, but versus seeing them actually at the individual concert. Oh, it's a good yeah, unless, unless it's I don't like think I'd want to see Eminem at a gig now, though. No. Unless it's a headline, sl- headline slot. Like 1975, last year at Reading, amazing. Four Even Royal Blood just before them, they were fucking brilliant. Oh. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> but like, then you get some like, uh, Anderson Pack did Reading last year. I didn't go see him, but two of my mates did. And it was like, no one was there. It was so empty. But he was still really good. And he still did a really good show. But like, they were just saying, it was great, but like the atmosphere was a bit dead, and you sort of get that yeah. festival sometimes, especially in America. Wouldn't have happened with Foles though, would it? If they had line board masters. Nah. <laughs> oh wait. Foles at truck were fucking stupid. Yeah. But yeah, uh, second album. I've gone. He's not necessarily my favourite artist, and it's maybe it's not necessarily like I wouldn't say it's my favourite album of all, all time, but for what it done and the president it set, I'm gonna. 
throw gang signs and prayers from Stormzy in there. Yeah. For the simple fact, I mean, it got number one, which is the first like ever um, like grime album to ever be number one. Yeah. I think he had like four songs in the top five or something at the yeah. time. And the level it's propelled him to ever since that album, it was very different to the music he's produced before. Like he's gone from just being a straight up kind of grime artist to he did songs with, like he did more, I guess you could say kind of R&B kind of Yeah, songs. he branched out. It was he a little, I was shocked when I listened to it. It was very like gospel, a few of the music. Yeah. Was, still had a couple of his old school kind of type songs. So it was a nice mix of like music. You won't get bored of it. He probably had three proper grime songs, a few gospely kind of songs. It was a nice mix, actually. Yeah. He flows really well as well. He got Glastonbury headline slot off that album. Yeah. yeah. Which, to get a headline slot on the biggest festival in the world of one album, it's got to be like an amazing album. It is an unbelievable like, album. That is, that I think that's a testament to the album itself that he got that. Yeah. And like, I think loads of people said, oh, we'll have to bring out a second album mm. before Glastonbury. Well, he was meant, the album was meant to come out about nine months before, but then he completely scrapped the whole album and changed it. But and he, and he still, well, yeah, he still smashed it with yeah. that album, and it was oh yeah, it's a, it looks sick. It's, it's so unbelievable. Good. Yeah, the music videos to all to the ones he's produced are sick. Like everything about it is just amazing. Like, I just think the whole album in general. There's a good range of time length for songs. It's I agree. Good features in it. It's just it's so good, and he's got another album coming out at the end of this year. Very exciting. I mean, which, I, I think that especially now charts nowadays, but. Since that album dropped, it did change the landscape of music in the UK. Yeah, whereby for a lot of it's more Yeah, because then what Dave then went number one, and it's like you know AJ Tracy, exactly. all these people. Exactly. He, he headlined Glastonbury, obviously Stormzy, and then he shouted out. Then he loads of like rappers. His friends. That was sick. Did you see the thing where he thought he um, yeah, bowled it because his sound didn't work? Like he couldn't hear himself in the. Yeah, um, yeah he did really well though. It's mad that it looks so good. Oh yeah, old, oh, I remember watching it. Did watch yeah, that. No, it was class. oh, it was so good and like a fair play to him. I think that's why I chucked the album in. First, you black headline as well. Yeah, at incredible. You mentioned about it? festival. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hope, I'm hoping it'll be at Reading next year. I honestly, on yeah, yeah I think it will. He did transmit. It. It'd be a nice little full circle, and he's done well for himself. And fair play to him. Well, he gets a bit of stick for not being like the best rapper, like the greatest. But I think for what he's done, you can't like really. Do you reckon he'll go like commercialized? Like, do no, you reckon I don't think in, like, would. Do you not reckon like in a few years time people would be like, yeah, it was good, then he went, then he went like commercial. No, because so. he could have done it by now and he still hasn't. Yeah. I think it's different to like American artists who do it. Like, We'll see with the album. I, I mean, Chip, you could argue Chip did do it to make money, but he was very young and yeah. he's come back to what he was. So maybe Stormzy did, but I think Stormzy's got as big, got as big doing he's not, his he stuff. Can't, like he went to Glastonbury, he didn't commercialise it at all. No. Like. I don't think he doesn't come across the kind of person to me who will change his style because he can make a bit more money like yeah. I think it's yeah. going to be weird what Angerly takes on the new album I think it'll be interesting I'm sure maybe yeah we've we'll only had one song of it and it was very kind of different again maybe we'll get a um, that's good fair play to him like, I guess no Vossi Bops on it I think all the ones he's released are on it isn't it a few yeah, of man. them but it's a massive album and it's just the, I mean his newest songs on there oh, the one with yeah. and Burner Boy which is quite a good song Okay. All right. But yeah, finally. Now this, I I have I could have picked about four albums. I wasn't really sure to go with, so I'm just going to go with a classic Kendrick Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly. Okay. Which iconic. I get is an iconic album. I mean, it's definitely Kendrick's best album. I what, think. What songs are on that one? To Pimp a Butterfly is oh my god. I the back of the berry. Yeah. Ones that I'll know. Uh, the wolves. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, you'll know I. Like you'll legit know I. Yeah, you would know I. You'd know the sample. Well, that in, institutionalized, I think yeah, you know that one. You for right. sale. You is really good. Yeah, more uh, man. How, how, how much does a dollar cost? Isn't like is a top five Kendrick song. 
yeah first year at Reading that is Kendrick Lamar Kendrick Lamar set was unbelievable yeah like, he's so good he was just stupid it was so so good still like one of the best festival sets I've seen what I, I like is he doesn't produce music all the time so it's like good that he like takes time when you mentioned earlier about ice we kind of mentioned before the podcast about people like drake and stuff who just churn out albums yeah like, there's no the tomorrow shit. whereas kendrick's done like three is he i think he's done three albums uh, not including um, black panther for the music uh, oh kind of God. so we've got section 80 good kid Mad city it's been butterfly uh then damn and, and then, then obviously you've got, you got black, black panther. panther and then um so he's only done a handful of ambles. Yeah, but they've always been quality. And they've all been good when he's done them. He's taken his time on them. A bit like Monk, like he takes a couple of years in between them normally and stuff. I mean, mm. there's a reason why he is, um, if you looked at like the quotation mark, like tier list of rappers, especially in this in, you know, in our in our shape now, this why Kendrick is one or would be joint first. There's been a bit of chat around going Glastonbury. Do you there? think he deserves a Glastonbury headline slot? I think he could do it. Uh, I don't know whether he'd have... I don't know as a performer that if he no I don't think it'd be I'm like Stormzy sure 2018 sure Reading it was naff that's what I mean like I'm or not 19, sure whatever year he was, he was I'm not naff. sure like Kendrick I think is the best rapper we have currently active well I say active and released a song in a while but he's the best rapper out there at the moment however would I want to pay like what we, you know for a lot of money the same money that I paid for Drake or to see Travis Scott because I knew that Travis and Drake would be very good uh, live shows because they're so energetic Mm. I'm not sure that I'd really get that from Kendrick. Yeah, I agree. I think and it's not like Stormzy. I think it's a better. If I'm going for Kendrick, you know, you go for lyrics, you go for flow, you go for concept. You when you go to a Drake or a Travis Scott concert, you don't go for like uh, deep, <laughs> deep line like. You go for the. Which is like a weird concept for me, because I'd always go to a gig for the music and the band. Well, no, it is for the music, but, but it, like, it, you're going for the event and the show and the. That's why I think I've if never... you're going to a festival, you are kind of going for the event and the show yeah. as much as the, like the whole production at a festival has yeah. to be on point. Like yeah. you mentioned how good Kendrick was the first time you saw mm. him and how much you didn't like it in 2019 it was 20 minutes late I wasn't going to watch him it was it was, came out late and then I was like I was watching from the back <laughs> mate how, how late yeah. was uh, Travis oh Travis was like 40 minutes late for us but it was sick when he did come out like he how long did he do well, when he was late Aaron 15 and 20 so he still he just about fit it in yeah he just fit it into 11 <laughs> so yeah so but, I don't know whether he had it all planned to come out yeah I'd, I'd have thought he would I'd have thought he would because it was perfectly timed but it like the effects were unbelievable yeah like it was just so like the whole everywhere was just shaking it was unreal but like is his music does the effects carry the music uh, uh, no depends what you want no. I mean as, Travis isn't like a rapper really Travis is uh, at, like it's trap isn't it so yeah. it's part of that music I guess certain music comes with everything around it as well mm. whereas obviously Indian maybe more stereotypical rap music is all about lyrics this uh, kind of version of rap performance hip-hop music is performance yeah. as well yeah but yeah that's my free and it's how they use I know some people might not like autotune but it's how they use autotune as a um, uh, not as a weapon but as in uh, you know a tool to you know make, make yourself stand out and I think Travis is the living I example think, of that I just think it's because I can't sing have you seen well yeah but he's not a singer though is he no, no. but that's, that's yeah. have not, you seen Matt Haley shouting um, yeah shouting oi no fighting at my fucking gig on autotune no <laughs> these two people yes. in the crowd started fighting and he's singing this autotune thing yeah. and um, where he's just like oi no fighting at my fucking gig and it's just beautifully autotuned it's oh wonderful. my um, my honorary mention is because the internet by oh Charles Gambino yeah Ooh, good shout good shout 2005 old school alright but yeah Edward back, back I, like that, I like that selection um, I've talked about my first one just briefly then is AM uh, for personal reasons as I've talked about and just because I think it's my favourite Monkeys album because I think it's got nice bops it's got 
best production, all of that sort of stuff. But I've already just talked about that a minute ago. Uh, my second album, I didn't actually put a song from it. It's uh, The Bends by Radiohead, um, which is a monster of an album. It came out in 1995, so I sort of grew up with that sort of era of Radiohead and stuff, listening to that. Um, it's got some incredible songs on it. And it's just like, Radiohead is so... Like, so hard to explain because they don't just write normal songs; they write trippy songs. What is their genre? I don't really. I'm not. They're really just sort of weird, man. You'd like you'd have <laughs> like they're indie, indie rock, but they've done sort of everything. Sort of like they just do everything. Like if you listen to OK Computer and then you listen to In Rainbows, which is their latest album. Yeah. Or like you just uh, the latest like massive album because they've done a few. Uh, Moonshape Pool is quite good. OK Computer came out a couple of years ago, two years ago, but they just they just do everything, and it's like, yeah, the Benz is my second favourite because it's like, I could listen to every song and then I can't pick out a bad song like Black Star, Sulk, Just, My Iron Lung. Like, there's just too many good songs there, and I feel like they've influenced ninety percent of rock slash indie bands today in the way they do their music, mm. and they're the biggest influence for Muse, so. I think that's a really important thing that you spoke about influence because I think Joe's mentioned the Arctic Monkeys have how much influence they've had. Yeah. Sam spoke about Storms and how much influence he's had. Mm. I th- I think we you know you respect people that have changed changed the landscape of their genre. Yeah, I res- I respect the influencers. Oh, God, <laughs> so the influence says so. Radiohead, I've nice. Got, got to be on there. My my third one is um, I mentioned Cream before and it's their album called Disraeli Gears, which came out bloody ages ago. Okay. I'll get the date up of it. I think it's the seventies. Uh yeah. Oh no, sixty seven. There you go. Um their one of their songs, it was in Joker, which yeah. made me very happy, called White Room. Uh and Israeli Gears is just incredible. You sort you brief, briefly touched upon like some of the best lyrics and stuff are written when high or yeah. whatever, intoxicated. It's just true for this album. Like none of it is just writing about <laughs> you know I'm really sad because my girlfriend broke up with me yeah. all that bollocks it's yeah so fuck you Van McCann <laughs> it's shout out <laughs> it's like spirituality and getting into touch with why we're here and like drugs and stuff and oh, it's just incredible it's like the meaningful lyrics in that album and that's something I appreciate of all types of music even with some rap like some of Kendrick stuff I kind of like when um lyrics and lyricists are talking like quite poetically and yeah. spiritually and metaphorically rather than just baseline this is what I mean like yeah. my girlfriend broke up me I'm sad it's, it's like intertwined with poetry and stuff and White Room by Cream which is in the Joker film is a poem like it's mm. not a song it's a poem and he sings it it's like oh. I love stuff like that David Bowie was similar to that uh, Bob Dylan it's just artists like that and that's why I like Alex Turner because you Matthew you said he's it lyrically average and you broke my heart when you said that yeah in the terms of music I stand uh, by it's it it's just wrong it's just <laughs> straight, <laughs> up, it's just straight <laughs> up wrong okay well, I'm not going to win this debate but no you, you could try alright defend yourself yeah, man yeah defend yourself in the I, what, what was find the quote find the quote alright you said you <laughs> said <laughs> yeah we may have touched a nerve here yeah. Um, let's face a year the and a half let's face the fa- still fuming yeah, yeah no. I look at it every night <laughs> <laughs> let's face the facts that the Arctic Monkeys are average lyrically you said yeah there's a fair point if you're looking at all skates of music 
like you wouldn't put them top tier, would you? You wouldn't go, oh yeah, Arctic Monkeys. Out of everyone in music, they're quite lyrically. I like, put Alex Turner as one of Alex the best. Alex Turner's best lyricists. Now, writers. if we switched it into songwriters. What's the difference? And as in, he gets this for being not that great a songwriter. Though. I know a lot of people who. Hey, what, Alex Turner. Like a song for, oh, I've heard people mate. Who? Uh, like, hey. hey. <laughs> well, like mate. mate. Well, not no, just here. Son. Like oh, from brilliant. home and stuff. Oh, so Although you... Alex Cooper here, I know, I know here, apps loves Artie Monkey's music, but thinks Alex Turner's like the one a terrible songwriter. Alex Turner's one of the best. It's yeah, a horrific opinion, and especially his solo stuff. That I know it's an opinion, but it's wrong. Yeah, I accept your opinion, but it's wrong. But it is wrong. Like. Alex Turner's lyrics are incredible. He's he was also a poet. Like let's let's yeah. put that out there. He writes poetry. So I just, I I just yeah. I think yeah. I'm saying in the terms of I indie music, them. the indie music that I've been shown by you, yes, out of that selected group that I've been shown, it's obvious that Arts and Monkeys make the best indie sound. I have the best indie sound. I have the best written songs and how it's constructed. However, my argument was that in the in the scale of all of music. I wouldn't put Alex Turner above like midpoint. That that's my only the So where would you I'd put him what up? What would you rank? Not like the best yeah, ever. Same. I pressure on. He's up, up there. Like, what, what would you class as like the best lyrics in the world? Um, what what genre? Any? You just said any. Oh, okay. So genre wise, I could think I could name like bajillions. You're of gonna rappers. have to because there's no pop is in the in that discussion at all. Uh, I think songwriting depends. I think. You can write a good song about lyrics. It depends. Are you talking just the lyrics they sing, or how yeah. you write a song? It can like, be the whole narrative. Yeah, of the song. yeah. Like, is it the is it the story? Like, you, you like your. I think it's all intertwined. Song lyric, because I would say lyrics matter more for like a rapper or someone than it does how, for an how, artist. Like any indie or pop band, or whatever, how can make are. music sound good. And, and the lyrics can be terrible. However, just because you you rhyme at the end of a flipping oh, no. end of line does not mean it's good. How Arabella's got some interstellar gator skin boots and a helter skelter round her yeah, little finger. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about like double entendres inside. She, she's got a Barbarella silver swimsuit, and when she needs to shelter from reality, she takes a dip in my daydreams. Come on now, and a helter skelter round a little finger, and I ride it tenderly. Yeah, it means yeah. he's wrapped round a little yeah, finger. Yeah, so double entendre. Yeah, well done. Exactly. You've named, you've named fun, it double entendre. He's, he's yeah, genius. Well done. Yeah, but I can think of rappers who have done like a whole like I don't know sixteen bars together, and it's the first one's leaped to the sixteenth one, and it's all like, like uh, just yeah. Done. But that, like, I made that argument for the monkeys what, as well. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying on if you look at the entire Arctic Monkeys collection, which I'm sure you have, yes, I'm not saying everything's like that. I'm not saying all of Kendrick. Oh no, but like then you can't say every because there is a line in Arctic Monkeys where he goes, "Good, Good morning, morning cheeseburger. cheeseburger," and then there's a song, "Brick by Brick," where it's just Matt Held is going singing about bricks and building stuff some of it yeah and that's a shit song yeah but 90% every artist has their, has their good bits and ba- but good yeah. verses bad verses I'm sure that's true I think Alex Turner is capable of being world class like lyricist he's, I think Alex Turner did not fucking yeah, but then build again, a hotel on the moon for you to say shit like that no, no. he did not <laughs> put a tackery on yes. the moon but then again I'm saying that you haven't listened to all the rap catalogue no. I, I, but saying. I don't diss rap I don't say some of rap's lyrics are bad I don't think I think a lot of rap has mm. incredible lyrics yeah I just, I just. There think is a, obviously a section where it's trash. Like I, agree with you. I wouldn't say Alex Turner's a bad lyricist. I would just say that. Yeah, lyrics, I would say li- average. No. I didn't say it was I, like. Okay, shit. I, I'd say lyrics for like that kind of music don't matter as much as it does in like rap uh, music. Like in rap, in proper, rap, in not talking like Drake. You can do well. Rap music, in, you have to have good lyrics. You can do well in indie music without Catfish good lyrics. Being, okay, shit lyrics. But then again, you can do that same with rap as well. Anything. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's we're talking. I. More, more, more like pop, less pop bands or indie. Let's just go with indie bands. More indie bands could do better with bad lyrics. Whereas mm. to, to get 
to a level where he can produce bad lyrics and rap, maybe Drake, for an example, he still had before you saying, he got to that level. I think Drake's better writer than Alex Turner. Oh, that's her, that is slander, man. Are you say, I'm just going to Drake's old school music. Are you, just yeah, get, are I mean. you saying like all the like the little babies, little peeps, all that lot? Are you counting them in rap? Yeah, they are rappers. Yeah, but then. No, I'm well. My, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying. Yeah, that. I'm, not I'm saying, saying that, you. I'm targeting mine more at UK rap. Like UK mm. rap and lyrical rap is so much harder to produce than like indie music because in indie music, if you've got a good hook and a good like. Yeah, but I just argue that the rappers don't actually make the beats. They get produced in a studio and then they rap over it. It's like you've still got to then find. The rapper doesn't have as much. Yeah, but then you, Alex Turner's got to find lyrics yeah, that he fair. makes and then rap. I think it's harder to make from scratch an indie song that's going to bang than a rap song that's going to bang because I reckon you, once you've written the rap lyrics your producer makes a beat and you're done that's a fair point oh, I think but then I'd say lyrics you've got to drums bass the guitar rhythm guitar sometimes a keyboard singer make it all intertwine and I just think it's I think enough. it's harder to change the landscape of rap music than it is indie music harder to change not, the landscape not na- I think now it's not the case because I think it's very yours is very clustered it's very like congested apart from Mike Monkeys from what I've listened to and again this is just what I've listened to it's very like all samey I think rap music is stronger so you're going to get at the moment it's stronger so you're going to get a lot of people bringing out these brilliant albums whereas indie music's everyone's saying it's dying it's like the guitar music's like on the down low Yeah, it's not doing great Mm. and so like I'm sure it'll pick up up again yeah and it's 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 going to take it's going to take like another album yeah. From someone somewhere, like, another, another like band to like album, yeah, and new monkeys. Would you would you say 1925 is indie or? Um, some of it. Only yeah. because I'm saying like that, that, if you look at forefront indie bands, but also you've got to wipe out the stereotype of indie music just being for like 14 year old girls or 16 year old girls. But then it's not gonna because it is. That's like Whereas I think rap music really. kind of has now knocked down the stereotype of it being just for like I don't know it's most, gangs it's and streets. Popular like, now, genre. rap's massive. Yeah, yeah like everyone listens genre, to it. Yeah. Whereas in now there is still a very huge stereotype of indie. Like for indie music to progress again, it will have to not. You've got to find a way yeah. of getting around that stereotype. The gigs me and Grace go to, seventeen-year-old girls. Yeah, the no, sports team over there. Or seven. Yeah, not just girls, seventeen-year-old kids. <laughs> Whatever you're into. <laughs> um, Grace is a wrong one. Um, that's right. She's an hour in. She's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> no one's listening. Let's be honest. Yeah. Fair play, I've made it this far. Old yeah. thingy. Shout out. But yeah. So okay, so Shout go back to the original point. We'll agree to disagree on yes. Alex Turner, but uh, it's, it's no doubt that you, you there's no doubt that he's phenomenal in his field. You can say you don't like him and like you think he's a twat, and I think you don't I have like to like. I like you don't have to like Arctic Monkeys or whatever, but I don't. I don't think he's. I think Arctic Monkeys, Monkeys are unbelievable. Like I don't yeah, like. So do I, I, like, I really like Arctic Monkeys. I don't like a lot of rap, but I, but I think they are quite lyrically good. Yeah. Like I don't like. I don't like the music, and I don't like the fact that they speak and can't fucking sing <laughs> but I don't I don't ever slander yeah. off and be is like is he it. better than Noel Gallagher what Alex Turner <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. Better. that keeps coming up on my feet as well because um, I'd say they're the best two lyricists of, us, of our people, generation people can argue, of my yeah I, uh, yeah. yeah I mean people people. Will I'll always bias and say Alex it. because I think he's got more diversity to him and I think he's better across like you've got Shadow Puppets his solo stuff and the monkeys and he's brilliant in all of them I mm. say with Noel mm. even his solo stuff is sort of still Oasis I'd drives. rather listen to Alex Turner yeah definitely better voice yeah I think yeah. I think it's better well, but then again the impact that like again you sort of because Oasis was obviously two leads it's mm-hmm. like it's hard to mm, it's, difficult. it's a fun Liam, conversation yeah. it's a different it's a difficult one to have Liam is a knob 
mean, he's an absolute legend, but his mu- his new music is a bit shit. Mm. Like right. he's nothing without Noel no. behind right. him. So what albums do you go for, Ed? Like oh shit! Uh, so I went with AM as my top. Uh, then I went with the Benz by Radiohead, and then Disraeli Gears by uh, Cream, and an oh, honourable mention to uh, anything by the Rolling Stones, probably Exile on Main Street. Decent. Nice. All right. Well, I'll, I'll quickly go. For, I'll probably rattle through mine. Who not allowed to? Cool. All right. So I'd already mentioned my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which is my favourite album because it's just amazing. Is that by Sports Day? <laughs> I mean, it, it could be, but. Um, yeah, I, I think it changed it all. All-star cast of Jay-Z, Rick Ross, Pusha T, Nicki Minaj, Kikudi, just name a few. And uh, I, um, it, a lot of these lists have come out, so you're saying like uh, albums of the decade, whatever, mm. and you'd always see it in like the top five. And I'm not saying that because I'm like, a, you know, like think, oh yeah, it just gets on the list, I'm a fan of it. But when I first listened to it and managed to like digest what the situation was at the time with Kanye and what is, and just how musically amazing it is. And you spoke about, you know, some rappers, they don't do all the production, they don't do all the writing. Kanye controls a lot of this. Like, he isn't the best rapper. However, his impact as an artist, producer, writer, constructor of art is what puts him in that top bracket for me. That's how- Upper echelons. Upper echelon. And the thing is, there are so many like standout moments on this album. Whether you think it be Nicki Minaj is literally like coming out like her first big big verse on Monster, she like overshadowed verses from like Jay Z, Pusha T, all on this song. Like you'll recognise the Monster song, Runaway, as it depicts Kanye as just being an asshole, which he basically is. Mm. You've then got the, like the instrumentation of like all of the lights, power, like all of these actual bands. Like you look at um, AM, and you, I think when I look at AM from Arctic Monkeys, that's got a lot of their like. If I had a, had a top 10 list of Arctic Monkey song, I could probably fit, put like five on there. Well, 5am songs. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's how I describe it. It's just it. the production that album is the best. Exactly. And I haven't even got started on Devil in a New Dress featuring Rick Ross, which has an unbelievable sample. You have the Kanye verse, guitar solo, and then Rick Ross just comes on and just destroys it. It's unbelievable. So that's the end of that one. However, number two. I've, I went Kendrick Lamar same as Sam but I went Good Kid Mad City oh I, uh, you had a, they which, had a debate over this before which I is I think at the time like Sam was spoke about Eminem and Eminem was the reason why I sort of started listening to rap music at the time just because you know it's like the white <laughs> the white like uh, gateway <laughs> to like rap music and Kendrick Lamar was like I, like, I listened to some, some some like it was about the time I think Swimming Pools came out true uh, about out, you know, uh, alcoholism and that sort of thing. Yeah, see, I respect songs like that because it's not just singing about, I've got lots of money, yeah. I like yeah, lots of enough. girls. Like, um, that's cool. That's, that's classic. And then just, like, they, like, they're all so intricate. I think Money Trees, which in J-Rock is a great song on that money album. Money Trees and unbelievable. One of my favourite so. songs of all time. Uh, Sing About Me, I'm Dying of Thirst, which depicts, like, his sister and how she was, like, raped and all this stuff. It's, it, it's like, hard-hitting stuff, but it's so lyrically... Hmm captivating and Kendrick as a storyteller and we you know he's probably one of the best around storytelling 100% the way that it's not all just surface level I earlier sp- yeah. spoke about surface level that's but across all genres it's so for, good for example if you get Drake you're looking quite surface level like feelings but yeah. Kendrick's put all these like double meanings behind it and that's what also makes the Kanye album so good as well because there's so much art artistry just behind that mm. it's all well constructed that's that's the point I would touch upon I think you can say you don't like music, you do like this type of music, this genre. Like, I think you can say some music is more artistic than others. Yeah. Definitely. Like some rap is very artistic. You can indie. tell the work's been put in. Yeah, exactly. Compared to some generic pop like you'll hear on Radio 1. Same, same with like, indie though, because you can tell like certain patterns and we'll go, I'll quickly go back to Kanye's. You talk about influences. Yeah. 
every album, every Kanye album, I mean, apart from maybe the last couple, have always pushed the boundaries and changed how rap it would then be for the next four or five years. Yeah. Like, so you had uh, late registration, or college dropout, late registration, uh, graduation, it had all, like so many good songs. Then you had 808s and Heartbreaks, which brought in this sort of, the ability to have an 808 in the beat, which is still apparent now in rap music. So you, he then used also tune then, uh, what, 08, 09, whatever it would be. My Beautiful Doctor is the Fantasy o- te- uh, in 2010. And even with Jesus, I hate, like, Jesus, I cannot stand. I had an argument with Jamie the other night saying that he thought that was the best Kanye. I was like, I can't stand it. Mm. But he pushed the boundaries. He wasn't afraid to go, hang a minute, screw this. I'm going to try and push and be as, more f- as futuristic as I can and push the boundaries and change it. And that's what I admire about him. Do you think Kanye as a person is actually a mug? Or do you think all of the stuff he does is like an artistic movement? Like fu- uh, I think art? some of it's planned, some of it isn't. Like, you knew yeah. that uh, it's, it's a sort of impression that I get, but... Mm. like surely not all of it's a publicity stunt like it wouldn't surprise you if some of it was like a mu- musical Shia LaBeouf <laughs> I mean um, okay uh, like, it, <laughs> like a movement I mean I just think he's a bit of a mug sometimes he is oh he is mate but trust me but some of the stuff he's done is horrific it is, well it's not like horrific horrific but it's not ideal yeah. <laughs> like you can't be going around saying all that stuff like we can't compare him to like, Chris Brown like no. you know what I mean like no, he's yeah, done Chris, Kanye West has said some really shitty things and done some shitty stuff but he's never done that I'm no, aware no, of that oh, sort no, of no, stuff. No, no. Yeah. Um, so then I've so I've got my beautiful doctor is the fantasy Kanye West, good kid, mad city Kendrick Lamar, and this is why Kendrick then gone from strength to strength, the pin to drop to pimp a butterfly, which is was just like magnificent as well. But then again, I get more replay value out of good kid, mad city. That's why I picked it. Cool. And damn, 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 solid eight out of ten. It's good, decent. Um, and third one. Oh god, this is what I really struggled with. I was unsure whether to put. Adele um, 19 I mean yeah that, that, that's an honourable mention I'm going to bring that up in a minute uh, no I was going to put a Mac album Mac, Mac, Mac Miller album in there like although it isn't the greatest album like ever like what Ed said it had meaning to me hmm. and there are a few Mac Miller albums like, especially like watching movies with the sound off uh, 2013 I think we mentioned it on the previous uh, Falfour podcast um, The Divine Feminine 2016 and Swimming which is 18 which was obviously his last album and I think Swimming 2009 that makes me go every time I cannot I can't I, I find it really tough to listen to it all the way through mm. because mm. it's just like he seems so ha- like he he about all through his career and that's what I like about Mac as well that he always tried to switch it up every time it mm. was never like the same thing over and over again he pushed the boundaries and he, you could see he grew so much as a person yeah. and for it to all sort of he had all these you know dark issues whatever and he finally seemed that he got over obviously this whole big Ariana thing like breaking up with her whatever and he finally like moved on and he was like happy, he was content with where he was. And then and then for it all to, you know, unravel as it did, it was just, and to listen to it back now, it's just heartbreaking, like I can't, mm. like, mm. It, I don't know if that, then the situation that obviously happened with Michael with him dying and overdosing and stuff, or be, you know, being given like fentanyl or whatever it is. Yeah. Whether that makes me think, look at the album differently, but. Probably. Because it was released the same day as Astroworld and that's what it kind of got a bit overshadowed at like Billboard and stuff. Astroworld's a, with Travis is another conversation, but he'd be an honorable mention. Travis Scott, Rodeo, really good album. Asheville, really good album. Mm. Um, and the other honorable mention would be the Weekend House of Balloons mixtape, which has so many bangers. The Morning is unbelievable weekend tune. Big, so yeah, big. So that's quite a, a a mix of sort of R and B or the Weekend's more R and B, and then rapping stuff across there. So yeah, those are my three. I'm gonna go swimming, Mac Miller. Kendrick Lamar and Kanye West. Big. Boom. That's a lot of good albums in there. 
lot of bangers. Oh, that was so stressful. We're an hour and 14 minutes nearly. I feel that like we've yeah. talked about a lot of topics, and I think we've kind of had a few uh, topics on the table as well. Yeah, we, we will back. definitely do a part two to this, but before we go, I've, I've got a question. Who does everyone think is the greatest artist or band ever? Like, not best. Oh, I'm getting shot this. Yeah, Sam. Not, uh, like, I don't know, just the greatest. When you think greatest. of music, the like music as a thing, oh. you think of the best, greatest, top one. Who is it? I... I'll throw in my one before I get killed. It's David Bowie. Oh, I was going to say Bowie. Okay, yeah. I think Bowie for his influence as a person over the world and his music and what he stood for, everything about David Bowie. I think he's my Bowie's greatest ever. It was between Bowie and one other for me, so I'll throw in my other one. All right. All right you, you, I would have said fine. Bowie probably, but then uh, for what he's done and how he changed everything, I probably would throw Eminem. Okay. Yeah, yeah fair. I think but Bowie I probably would have just started with Bowie even though Bowie's music maybe not be exactly what I'd listen to hmm. but yeah it's hard to look past but yeah I think we'll go with Eminem who are you going to say Jay? I'm going to be I'm going to take off my Alex Turner I want to whatever to you hat I'm going to go I'll go to because I'm going to go The Smiths big and Oasis okay right. they're the two like, I'm going to go for I like the argument because yeah Smiths is similar to Bowie for me because it's so global. Like it's so I think we good. could come back and have a. Uh, we could literally come back and have this conversation yeah. more in depth. Oh, well, I'm sure we will in part two. Wait, <laughs> Matt, who'd you say? Matt, who's oh, the greatest? Kanye West. That's what we're doing. I do love. I'm with you on Kanye West as being up there. Yeah. Do you have Kanye or Eminem? Kanye. Kanye. What well, a greater artist? Yeah. If we're thinking oh, yeah. through the whole history of music, though, as a, yeah, as a composer, as a what Eminem producer, did. as a producer, yeah. as, as maybe we should sit as, as a, a poll. music maker. I have all four. We have Kanye, Eminem, um, mm. Bowie, and yeah, Smith. I can't have yeah. fun with it. I mean, this is what we, you know, we're, we're yeah. really fortunate to have these. Sort of I think clothes. Bowie's a fair shout. To be fair, we've got all these mm. um, equipment here, so we, you know, I'm sure we can book it out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, we well, best. Carry on with our days. Yeah, <laughs> we've uh, we've denied though. an interview. Um, no, we haven't. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. Let's not talk about that. We've talked for an hour and a quarter, and yeah, hopefully, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Hopefully, someone's there losing their hair, there. screaming down the podcast. If anyone has thinking, any suggestions for great that? music artists, please feel free. To oh yeah, for sure. If you want to send some abuse in, Rob, go for it, mate. I was trying to make a Sam like playlist pun, but I can't think of it. Uh, Playlist of the week. Player of the week. Player of the week. Oh god. Window, yeah, we, window we, shop of the we week. We do need to make a Game of Thrones uh, playlist on Spotify. Yeah, we can link we that. We will. We'll sort that out. Yeah. Awesome. It'll be Queen. It'll just be Queen's best Queen. hits. Yeah. Bohemian Raps. But, um, Raps we're going to leave you with uh, the greatest song ever, undoubtedly, is uh, Chris Jericho. Mambo number Mambo five. Mambo number five. So have yourself a good week. We'll be back what with Game of Thrones. See you later, everyone. See you later. Take that, guys. A little bit the of the bubbly. In my life. A little bit of the bubbly. From my side. A little bit of the bubbly. All I need. A little bit of the bubbly. What I see. A little bit of the bubbly. In the sun. A little bit of the bubbly. All night long. A little bit of the bubbly. But here I am. A little bit of the bubbly. Makes me your man. Oh!